Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Evangelist Scott Palmer. For some, the Christian life has been reduced to a one-day-a-week church service experience, and yet God, in His Word, teaches us that we are to walk with Him daily. Today, we look to God's Word to discover simple Bible principles that will help us as we live the daily Christian life. On the authority of the Word of God, I want to tell you today that givers are the happiest people on earth. I believe it. We've been studying from Philippians chapter 4, how to stay happy in Jesus. And we've learned that if you're going to stay happy in the Lord, you've got to stay right with one another. You've got to stay prayerful. You've got to stay in the Word. You've got to stay content in Christ. And then finally, you have to stay unselfish. You have to be a giver. And we've talked about Paul's admonition and the Philippians' example to being unselfish givers. But I want to show you God's promise. Could I show you what God says will happen to those who give? In verse 17, Paul says, Not because I desire a gift. In other words, I'm not trying to get something out of you. But I desire fruit that may abound to your account. You see, there's an account in heaven, friend. There's a ledger in heaven. It's much more stable than Wall Street. It's, it's much more certain than anything in the Dow, anything on NASDAQ. Oh, my friend, there is a, a divine accounting someday. And Paul said, I want fruit to abound to your account. The first thing that Paul says is you're going to meet it again in heaven someday. If you're a giver, uh, that which you've given, you're going to meet it again. Then in verse number 18, we read these words, But I have all, Paul wrote, and abound. I am full, having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Number one, you're going to meet it again. Number two, you've given it to God. Friend, that's not a light thing. You're not giving just to a church. You're giving to the Lord. You're not giving to a needy person. You're giving to the Lord. You're not giving to a project. You're giving to the Lord. That's powerful. By the way, the reverse is true. When we withhold, when people do not pay the tithe and do not give offerings and do not obey the prompting of the Holy Spirit to meet needs around them, they're not withholding from a person or from an organization. They're withholding from the Lord. They're robbing God in the words of Malachi chapter 3. This is serious business. And so those who are giving are giving to God. And those who are receiving are also receiving from God. May I tell you, if you receive some blessing today, remember this. There are many channels, but there's one source. It all comes from the Lord. It all belongs to God. And so givers need to remember they're going to meet it again. They need to remember they're giving to God. And then they need to remember God's promise that if they'll give, God will supply all their need. Listen to verse 19. But my God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. We like to misquote this verse and say, all my need. But notice, Paul's not concerned about his need. He's concerned about the needs of others. Isn't that interesting? All your need. According to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And by the way, you can't claim this promise if you don't live the principle. It's a conditional promise. Are you a giver? Are you obeying the Lord? Are you unselfish? Are you seeking to meet needs and advance the cause of Jesus Christ? If you are, 
then you can put your finger on this verse and claim it. My God shall supply all your need according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. I used to think that meant that God had this huge bank account. And out of that bank account, He gave me exactly what I needed. So there were these withdrawals and He would just sign to me exact amounts out of His riches. But actually the word according to here, this little phrase, doesn't mean out of. It means in direct proportion to. Think of this. It doesn't mean God gives you just enough to get by. Friend, He gives you the whole bank. When you live a life of obedience to God, you have access to all of God and all that God is and all that God has according to His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Did you ever think about God's riches? Romans chapter 2, verse 4 talks about the riches of His goodness. Romans eleven thirty three talks about the riches of His wisdom. Ephesians 1, 7 talks about the riches of His grace. Ephesians 1, 18 talks about the riches of His glory. May I tell you, the riches of His goodness, the riches of His wisdom, the riches of His grace, and the riches of His glory, those are just different accounts in the same bank. And it's all accessed by Christ Jesus. His riches in glory by Christ Jesus. And my dear friend, you'll have every need supplied as you seek to meet needs around you in obedience to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. And then here's the ultimate promise. Here's the greatest truth of all to the giver. Verse 20, Now unto God and our Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. By the way, could I remind you that Amen is actually one of the names for Jesus Christ? It's as if He signed His name to this check. It's as if He put His signature on the line and promised you these wonderful blessings to being a giver. And what is the last one? That God Himself, God our Father, would be glorified forever and ever. Friend, when you're giving, you're not giving simply to make someone else feel better or to make yourself feel better. You're giving to bring glory and honor to the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, what a wonderful study we've had in this little book of Philippians, learning not just how to be happy in Jesus, but how to stay happy in Jesus. And with that, we come to the closing encouragement. In verse 21 and 22, we read these words, Salute every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren which are with me greet you. All the saints salute you, chiefly they that are of Caesar's household. You know what it is? It's a reminder that we're all a part of something bigger, grander, more glorious than ourselves. It is the work of God in this world. And God's work is advancing. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of Jesus Christ. That's what we're a part of. Rejoice! Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. And I leave you with the closing prayer. The closing words of Philippians. It's not only Paul's prayer for the church at Philippi. My dear fellow traveler on this journey, it's my prayer for you. Philippians chapter 4, verse number 23. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Could I remind you that Philippians began with the grace of God? Philippians 1-2 said, Grace be unto you and peace. And it ends with the grace of God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. And may I say, the life of joy, the life of fullness and of victory and power and blessing from start to finish is a life filled with the grace of God. May the Lord help you today to rejoice in the Lord and to enjoy this journey.
Friend, do you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior? If not, you can begin a relationship journey with God today. Jesus Christ, God's Son, died on the cross and rose again from the dead to make a way for you to know Him. If you'd like to know more about this relationship with God, then please go to our website, scottpauley.org, and click on the Gospel link. You'll also find additional resources on the website that will encourage you and help you as you follow the Lord. We have just recently completed a study through the book of Philippians, and now we're happy to make available to you an audiobook of the book of Philippians. It's a great way to meditate on God's Word while you do your daily tasks. We look forward to our next Bible study series entitled, A Journey Through Scripture. In this study, we will survey one Bible book per day. Not only will we learn the message and purpose of each book of the Bible, we'll also find Jesus in every Old Testament and New Testament book. You may follow us on all of our social media sites. The blogs and posts will give you inspiration and motivation to walk with God throughout your week. If you've made a decision today, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at connect at scottpauley.org or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. Join us next time as we study the daily Christian life. Until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.